Vice President Mike Pence on Tuesday called for landing astronauts on the moon within five years, but only if male astronauts' wives are allowed to travel to the surface of the moon with them in order to make sure that they aren't left alone with any Amazon women on the moon. The Major League Baseball season kicks off on Thursday, and the New York Mets have just been eliminated from playoff contention. I get to say that because I'm a Mets fan. (laughs) The Department of Justice is expected to release the Mueller investigation within weeks, not months. It'll be presented at a big event featuring Bigfoot, Santa Claus, and Nicole Brown Simpson and Rod Goldman's real killers. And finally, Empire actor Jussie Smollett faced reporters today after all 16 felony charges against him were dropped, insisting that he has been truthful about his race-hate attack from the start, but... In a shocking turn of events, he did plead guilty to misappropriation of campaign funds to pay off Stormy Daniels and colluding with the Russian government to rig the 2016 election. Everybody wins. The Trump Report starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, indeed, this is the Trump Report. And what do we do here? Why we report on Trump and also all the news of the day. Welcome. I'm Christian Blatt. Joined as usual. You know, I, I can't ever say joined as always by any of you because it's a revolving door. I never know who's going to be it's here week to week. But yeah. joined as usual by Chelsea Galicia. Why, thank you. Hello, everybody. And Scott Moore. Yes, it's good, good to be here. Now, when you get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, yeah. I want to be there. But congratulations yes. to your sister. Uh, and I may not be here for the show. That that would be a good excuse why I would not be here. That is the I'd only excuse why you will not or, uh, be able or to be traveling there. on a Assignment, you know. Okay, for but, his Emmy-nominated yeah. show. Yes, yes. All right, fine. Anyway, greetings to our friend in the chat, uh, Storage Yard resident, who is always there. Uh, I asked him before the show started. I said, "I have a hunch, Storage Yard, that you're having a good week and see this as a great week for America." And he says, "The answer is yes." Trump just wants to be America's president and look out for the people. And before I forget, this is coming from Storage Yard resident. Before I forget. Build that wall. So he's he's <laughs> laser focused on what's important to him. Uh, anyway, we love having uh, Storage. Mm-hmm. He never misses a show. Um, he's probably got a better attendance record than Scott and I he, he, combined. He does. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, you know, some weeks the show is really hard to figure out what we're going to talk about. Um, but this week wasn't one of those weeks. And then there's also weeks where I think, like, you know, over the weekend, I'm like, oh, I know what we're going to talk about on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and then it changes. No, it didn't really change. There's a couple extra things that maybe we'll get to, but in all honesty, we probably won't. So uh, President Trump, he feels that uh, there's a complete exoneration. And uh, uh, in the Mueller report, in case you haven't heard, uh, <laughs> and uh, he blasts that as an illegal probe. And uh, the White House aides say the president is so happy. It's like election night again uh, because of the fact that Mueller has cleared him of Russia collusion. And also the Department of Justice does not seem to be inclined to charge him with obstruction. Uh, I'm not a uh, legally minded person, as I've said often on the show. My, uh, I, I've been to two law schools, Judge Judy and Divorce Court. So uh, anything that I know about the legal system, I learned from that. But, uh, you know, with the, I, I did. It's I, good I, to know I've taught you so much. I, I, did, I did do an elective uh, with the Special Victims Unit, uh, but uh, that, that's basically about it. But uh, Chelsea. That has to be an accurate representation of what the Mueller report said, right? Uh, it's a complete exoneration, and uh, nobody has anything to worry about anymore. We should just turn the page, right? We actually have no idea. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, I, I was just going by the headlines. I, I don't really read the news. So you tell me. 
we've just gotten a, a summary, a couple of, or three-page, four-page summary. Out of thousands of right. pages, yes. Um, and it, you don't know. You know, it's weird that somebody can quote from a document and still draw the, a wrong conclusion or an inaccurate conclusion. There's all sorts of things that could be uh, different from what the summary suggests. So we don't know. So we don't know, but all indications of uh, summaries and initial reactions, uh, the fact that, you know, the report didn't get turned in and within hours uh, President Trump was being uh, dragged out in handcuffs probably means that uh, he's he's going to be okay. That's that's my interpretation. I didn't even read the three-page summary. I read a headline about the three-page summary. That's all I have time for. Uh, Scott, do you feel like we also – we don't know what it says because there are thousands of pages that haven't been released? Or do you have a pretty good hunch that if there was uh, – if there was not even a smoking gun but, you know, just like a – like a bow and arrow set that was ready to be used, you know, just some kind of weapon that might be able to be pointed at, uh, you know, and I don't mean that at at any people directly. I just mean, you know, the smoking gun uh, allegory. Uh, We'd probably, we'd have a pretty good sense if there was something hidden in there. Well, I do think, uh, I mean, first of all, the whole thing is a little bit fishy, kind of going to what Chelsea said, just on, on the speed of all of a sudden it's now turned in and there wasn't much there. But, uh, like we've talked about on, the, on this podcast for the past we've, two years, al- almost almost three <laughs> I mean, years, yeah, we've been doing I mean, a version this, of it. This, yeah. this, yeah. this know, issue with yeah. this issue is that Mueller was going to have to turn in something that was very airtight, and that's what we've said from the beginning. Because if there was any kind of issue of anything being able to be broken apart, um, it just wasn't going to work, especially with Trump. So um, it's not a huge surprise on the the collusion part with Trump directly. I think what the bigger one is that's still very vague is the obstruction part. And the obstruction part, just from the summary, was that the Department of Justice has decided not to pursue it. But, uh, you know, he neither said there was or there wasn't. Uh, Mueller basically just left it up to, to the Department of Justice. So it doesn't quite... It's 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 a little squishy, and I think it, it was left a little bit too open-ended, which now allows the Department of Justice and the Attorney General to fill in the way they want to, which, of course, they work for this president, so... They're going to try to do whatever is best for him and this administration. So I'm not 100% certain until, like you said, until we actually, until Congress can see everything to know exactly what type of things might have been closer to obstruction or not. And also remember that doesn't mean that he couldn't be put up for impeachment too as well. I don't think that he would at this point. Um, But I feel like this is really just the beginning of this process. This is not the end. This is now the beginning because now if the Republicans won't allow the report to be released, it's then going to be taken out piecemeal by piecemeal by having subpoenas and dragging people in for hearings and having things pulled out from there. And it's just going to keep it in the headlines. So it seems odd that if he really has nothing else to hide and everything's great, you would think they would try to get as much out as possible. We know that certain things are going to be redacted. We know that there's still ongoing criminal investigations um, with certain members and, and there's things that are now in the, the Southern District of New York. So there are going to be things that are going to be unable for the public to see generally, but you would think overall, if it was that good, they should have it out as soon as possible to put it to bed once and for all. And then how about, so Trump obviously likes this report and now thinks yeah. that Mueller, I, I think what, what he says, like a, a fine or honorable, per, I, I don't know which, how he described him, mm-hmm. but he described him positively. That same report says undoubtedly that Russia right. interfered in the election right. and Trump has said nothing. I have not heard any Republicans make any comments about how important it is. I saw an interaction on Twitter, which is where 
where all the important things happen. But Absolutely. legitimately, I saw between uh, CNN's Jake Tapper and I think it was John Cornyn. It was definitely a senator. It was definitely a Republican senator. And it was the point. Jake Tapper's the one who made it, and I think it was Senator Cornyn who wrote back that absolutely the fact that you know you can't tie collusion into it, but the fact that Russia was actively trying to do something to the election is still a really huge issue. Uh, so, and again, it's on Twitter, but still, it's 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 out there, and there's a, there at least even if people aren't talking about it, they're definitely aware that regardless of of who people want to win next year, you know who knows. You know, that's a long time for uh, Putin to decide who he wants to be president. Mm-hmm. He might be on board the Beto train by then. We don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, he won't be in the race, but he might still be on board the Beto train. So, okay. but and then here's the other problem. So then this this investigation has been characterized, you know, as a as a takedown, and it should have never have happened. I it you it left out witch hunt, my, but that's right. All right. You can Sorry, move past that. Yeah, it boggles the mind that I, I don't see how now that we know for sure. That Russia tried, or not just tried, but actually did interfere in the uh, in the election. That we shouldn't say, you know what? It seems like we need not less of these investigations, but more. Perhaps every president's campaign should be investigated so that we are sure that there was no wrongdoing. I mean, in this Mueller investigation, how many people were um, indicted and have, are? are serving time in in jail for lying and for other corrupt behavior. I I think that we need more investigations. Now, I'm not like talking about like Benghazi investigations. I'm talking about investigations into possible corruption. And just because one investigation does not turn up the corruption that we that some people believe that it might doesn't mean that then the investigation should not have occurred. There are police investigations all the time. There are criminal trials that are held all the time. And just because you don't get a conviction doesn't mean that the whole trial was stupid to be held in the first place. Right. So the, the language out there about because it didn't turn up a smoking gun of of collusion that therefore the investigation was wrong and bad and we should never do anything like this again i think the opposite conclusion should be reached well you know president trump uh bragged about the fact that he was going to provide us with the best people and if you think about it he has definitely put some of the best people into uh various jails and prisons and penitentiaries and things so he has provided the best people i mean just the ones that are actually going to uh, serve time uh of course uh, not Roger Stone, apparently. But uh, so I think that what comes next is, uh, it, it, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go uh, in terms of how to take this. Uh, as I often say, there are a lot of people much smarter than me who have thoughts and comments on these. But then there's also celebrities. Uh, you know, Alyssa Milano, Bette Midler, and George Takei, whom I love from Star Trek, by the way, and that's for George. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Handler, too. They're very unhappy with uh, with the results. Uh, they don't know how to go on, and uh, I'm worried about it. <laughs> they I'm, don't I, know how to go on. They don't know what to do next. I don't know what's going to happen next for Alyssa Milano. All right? I feel like a Who's the Boss check hasn't come in a while. I think that the Charmed checks probably aren't coming anymore. What's next for her? How so, do you know all the shows that she's on? I don't I've, even know. I've, I've turned mean, on a television at some point in the last 40 years. Oh, okay. Well, there's the difference. <laughs> I guess I haven't. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's... I'm, I'm bringing it up, you know, obviously in a in a moment of jocularity, if you will. But it is representative of a lot of people were hanging hopes and expectations, Scott, on something 
they shouldn't have expected, like, oh my god, the Mueller report is in, now Hillary's going to be president, oh my and, god. Beto's, <laughs> and, Beto's, and Beto's going to be vice president, <laughs> and, and Oprah's going to be secretary of state. Okay, now that, no, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah. I'm not even me. Would... Um, you don't want Oprah to be secretary of state? You heard me here first, Oprah. She wants her to be president. Chelsea doesn't (laughs) trust you. Anyway, uh, but Scott, you know, uh, there were unrealistic expectations for what this report would say and what it would mean when it was turned in. I think that we were all, yeah, that there would be something that would be so incredibly obvious that was going to be there that was going to be like, okay, this this is the definitive turning point. This is the moment of X, Y, and Z that happened. But we've been kind of talking about it all the time, and part of the issue, again, is that it's not really collusion because that's not an actual crime. It, there, there's a lot of like squishiness, but I think what was disappointing was the fact that the way that the report came out, um, the timeline of when it came, came out. You know, we were hearing that it was wrapping up, but was you know there are valid questions. Was there a push to try to wrap it up when Bill Barr got in? Was there other issues that were going to say, okay, you haven't found this, or you, you need to button this up now? Was he kind of told he needs to wrap it up? And then from there, from this this general report, when he didn't give a definitive, he didn't say that Trump was exonerated from obstruction, which, again, we've talked about in this podcast as well. It's not even so much the crime, which was the same thing with Nixon. It was, what did the president know? When did he know it? And, you know, what did he do about it when he did know? And those were some of the questions that I still feel that uh, we're, we're waiting to get actual answers from. And it just goes back to, what are we going to find out about that? Because that's always bigger than the crime itself half the time is, you know, the cover-ups and the obstruction. And I don't think we can, I don't think anyone feels really satisfied. I, I can't even imagine that uh, Trump supporters, I mean, yes, they're probably like, oh, great, yes, he was exonerated. But it it didn't feel like it gave, like, a, a good answer. We're waiting for this, like, serious finale and... Womp womp. Yeah, and that's what we got. And it was like, oh, this is the way it was, the ending was written? It's like, there. it wasn't like a, a solid... Yay to Trump! Everything was a hundred percent. Like you're totally exonerated, and because, like you said, there were other issues as well. Like a lot of people have now been indicted. Was it thirty-seven people? Mm-hmm. And even if it wasn't people directly involved with the Russia stuff, it, they were still involved, involved in with our crimes, democracy. yeah, and involved with things that Getting were the immediate circle of Donald Trump. So it's like you know, you still have people that were surrounding the president who were giving him advice every single day, who are now going to prison. I mean, it's like. These are not good quality people that he surrounded himself with, and it seems to be lost in it because, and I think it was also on the Democrat side too. Everyone was so big on let's bring Trump down, um, rightfully so. He's just been lucky yeah. that he hasn't and been I, caught and, yet. And <laughs> I can hear people on the other side saying, "Oh well, but do you know about the people that Hillary surrounds mm-hmm. herself with?" And sure, if Hillary had been elected, sure, I'd be down for an investigation the into the people. And of course, there'd be scrutiny on that too. And and how and, uh, I, in one of the the articles I was reading, and how Trump. Or somebody in his office said something like, oh, how, how this has been such a terrible, difficult two years. Why? What has it really cost him? I mean, he had to, what, answer questions, which, interrogatories, which, in writing? In writing, which he never went but in person. But besides that, what else right. did it, it, it cost him? If he was so sure of the conclusion, he just go on about his life and his administration and then allow the results to be what they were. So I, I don't understand why it was this terrible, awful Situation. I think that all public servants should be um, willing to go through that kind of scrutiny, especially at the level of the well, presidency. Well, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier, too, and it's about investigations. It's The point is, if there was no wrongdoing, then the investigation was worth the time because now it has cleared the wrongdoing part. Great. And the point was there was enough 
issues there to warrant having that investigation to begin with. If there wasn't, he would have been done in right. two weeks. And so, I mean, the, it's, and the intelligence agencies telling Trump that Russia meddled yeah. was not enough for Trump. But maybe now Trump believes it and. Maybe he'll do something about I'm it. I'm just waiting for his book to come out after he's out of office. It says, if I were to collude with Russia, and it would be just like the same thing. With, and it will just talk about all the things he would have done if how he were. Nicely wrapping and, yeah. Yeah, full it, circle with Christian's with, with, uh, joke, yeah. his yeah. OJ joke. Exactly. The OJ book, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm going to be waiting for that book. Uh, so, you know, if I colluded, uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi has said this is a good time to move past the Mueller investigation and focus on their agenda, you know, what Democrats could actually use uh, in an election year next year. Uh, but not getting the memo is uh, Adam Schiff because a, a document that comes in that says that uh, there was no collusion uh, says to him, quote, that there is significant evidence of collusion. So the absence of evidence of collusion is what has him even more convinced. And I think that, yes, I'm singling him out, but that's because uh, he has been at the forefront of a lot of this. This is the time to, even if you feel that way, this is not the time to double down and triple down on it. You know, if it comes out and then you're able to point to something, but you can't just be like, oh, yeah, that thing that says nothing happened. Oh, it definitely says there's something. You don't know. Nobody knows. So the cautious approach that Chelsea's referring to um, is better than what uh, Adam Schiff is doing. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he was so, I don't know, I guess he's gone so far out on the limb. Chelsea, is it just like he can't possibly come back now? Am I being asked this because he's my rep? I <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he is. Oh. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Don't be so surprised. I don't Has know he how... been on a ballot yeah. that I would have voted because I don't. I don't remember seeing him as an option. He definitely covers Burbank. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh wait, was it? Uh, <laughs> is it a non-presidential election year? Because then I, that's why I didn't see it on a ballot. I know he's every two years. <laughs> just oh, jokes, people. <laughs> every case. I, hope it's just I always wear that dumb sticker when I come in here. You okay? just take it off from the. You keep it somewhere and you bring it out every time. So then you I, can just say. I that steal you my wife's after she goes on her <laughs> way to work. All of our hard work here, yes. trying to engage people in the democratic process, and here's Christian. Uh, but anyway, so Schiff in particular, not because he reps you, but uh... why? Yeah, I'm. Mean, he really believes in this. He okay, you know. It's um, the same thing of Trump. I mean, Trump sure. doubles down on stuff all the time. And well, here's, sure. there are than, still still very bizarre are. things. Trump lying to say that there was no um, no dealings with uh, Moscow related to a Trump Tower. That talks of that had ended months before they actually did. We learned that they didn't stop until I believe it was like. June of 2015? No, it was later. It was Six, during the election. It was, it was during he, 20... Yeah. He still wasn't in 2016? The no, I don't think he was the nominee, right. but he he was running right for up. president. Yeah. yeah. So so there are still a little bit there, more there, than there, bizarre connections. There are certainly questions, but uh, I, I don't know if collusion is the aspect to really be... But collusion you know, is not even a legal term, as, as Chelsea would say. It's not even a legal term. So What is I a think legal term? I don't even know. Because collusion is not a, a thing There's that things be... like conspiracy. Yes. Oh, yeah. sure. Conspiracy to commit collusion. That's, <laughs> that's something that I would want Watch to bring that up. Watch that be in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, there are uh, all sorts of reactions uh, to the report. Uh, moving down the list, uh, we have a direct quote, which is, the mountain has labored and brought forth a tiny dead mouse. That's from Russian media who uh, I feel go like figure, women say that like go. probably after giving birth, like, oh my god, you'd think I was oh, giving birth I thought that was again. a sex joke. I was like, Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> good 
good for you, Chelsea. If I, if if anything's rubbed off with three years on, on this show, it's uh, it's the bathroom humor. But no, you're above that, so good for you. Uh, but uh, I think that's you know I'd I'd love to really read an in depth. You know, I can't I can't read Russian, but uh, maybe. Maybe uh, Trump could translate it for me. Uh, I would just love to know, like, the way that they're saying all this. It's like, see, we told you he's not our friend. We don't even like him. Yeah, he says nice <laughs> things about Putin, but who doesn't? Because Putin's so handsome. So, uh, but then also... Especially when he's shirtless and riding on a horse. <laughs> well, now you're talking my language. <laughs> that poor horse, by the way. Uh, the uh, Oh, and then... Uh, Piers Morgan says that the Russia collusion hoax was a disgraceful fake news witch hunt that shames all of Trump's deranged enemies in the media, the FBI, and Hollywood, and has probably ensured their worst nightmare, his re-election. I believe in that last part, by the way. I think if they don't let it go, if everybody Adam shifts this, uh, it's a term now. (laughs) It'll be in the history books. It's like, yeah, yeah, Democrats really Adam shift it in 2020. They should not have. Mm -hmm. Um, They... uh, they're absolutely, because it's like already people who are sort of like, I don't know if I like him. I think he, you know, I think he did some, you know, some shady things. And it's like, okay, so so this is something that I think a, a you know, somebody who maybe legitimately, like I joke around, legitimately maybe sees headlines and things about the news. They see things in passing. Maybe they see the monologue on Colbert. Or maybe they watch Weekend Update on SNL and they get little snippets of news. So people that might hear that and like, okay, so that thing comes out and I guess it didn't have anything to do with it. Then why are Democrats hammering away on it? Now, if it, if, if it gets released and then there's things in there, but at the point where it, it is an abstract, you know, it, it's, it might really start to wear people down and they're just like, you know, what, why are they why are they so convinced that this is the thing? Well, why, why aren't they doing Nancy Pelosi? I, I do said? think why aren't that they there is an opportunity to double down on this to say we believe in um, in anti-corruption efforts. We believe that the role of you know big money in politics, from foreign interference, gerrymandering, voter suppression, that there are all sorts of different efforts to corrode our democracy, and we are interested in strengthening our democracy. And that will include uh, investigations into corruption at all levels of the government. I mean, I wish we could go back in time and have, like, Eric Holder go after some people on Wall Street. I think that would have added to this, um, to that, that, that argument. But some of the reason that I understand, like, Eric Holder didn't go after Wall Street is because there was one such trial where the the uh, People were found not guilty, and therefore it kind of had a chilling effect on further investigations and further trials. So I think that it's an opportunity to say we're not afraid of investigations that look into into corruption. We want to ferret it out wherever it is, at whatever level of government. And hopefully they'll take that into the private sector as well, into things like you know Wall Street and consumer protections. Well, and in the trial you referenced, the uh, the accused who was exonerated got written back into Empire. So you know, obviously everything worked out. Just everything was uh, was coming up uh, roses there. Go ahead. Scott, no, sorry. but I was going to add to that is the fact that also the the structure for the special counsel, like it was in the '90s, should be back. And they, they allowed that law to sunset and, and where they had to report to Congress and bring their findings to Congress. And now the findings go to the attorney general, who is a political appointee of a president, especially when it involves – and that should be for either party because if, if the roles were reversed um, and you saw this with, let's say, President Hillary Clinton – and it came back. Oh, well, storage yard resident just had a heart attack. You said President <laughs> Hillary Clinton. That still gives him that. Just, jo- just jokes, uh, storage yard. So, 
and, and that happened, and her appointed attorney general came out with just a, a, a summary and said, oh, no, there's nothing to see here, folks. Carry on. Uh, I think the the same token, Republicans would, would be very upset, which goes back to Republicans being upset about, you know, uh, Trump overusing his power for the national emergency. But it's one of those things where it, it should be the same kind of setup it was in the 90s. They should be able to allow special counsels to be back. And they report directly to Congress. They bring their findings to Congress. So that way Congress knows. And, and this could be a strategy on the Republican side, which could work or not against them. Like you said, it could get people, if, they're, if they don't uh, release the report, it keeps it in the headlines. And it keeps Democrats engaged to say, get this out there, get this out there. And I think maybe one of their strategies is they're hoping that that's going to turn off a lot of people, especially in the middle. They're going to be like, we're done. He, he said there was no collusion. There's no obstruction. Why the Democrats keep bringing it up? But on the flip side, it could be turned against them because so many people do want to know what's in the report. And that goes to what was it like 77 percent of Republicans, uh, you know, in, in independents and people do want to know what's in the report. So if they do uh, hold back on having it released for Congress to look at, it is going to raise a lot of questions of being, OK, why aren't you releasing it again? If everything is so good for Trump, then this should be out in the open as soon as possible, not delaying it. So it's going to be dependent on how it's going to work for the strategy. I feel like often use the hashtag release the report like there's usually. I mean, if I if I ever flip over there because I try and understand the other side, I often hear somebody railing about re- release this the, report. The birth or the certificate other. is that what you're referring to? Maybe I I feel like I've heard things more recently about different reports that they want fully released, and so I I can't be making this. I mean, I want to see Donald hashtag. Trump's SAT scores. I don't care about his taxes. The fact that the SAT <laughs> scores, like I'm I'm really interested in those. You know, uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Lori Laughlin got him into pen. But anyway, uh, you know, you were speaking earlier about you know making a big show uh, in basically in the Congress that you know they're in they're against corruption and against money in politics, but. Uh, you know, I was just thinking when you said that of the 535 elected officials in the House and Senate, how many do you think are really going to want to go on record because they are OK not getting any more of the money in politics that obviously they they put their hands out for? I'm thinking of 535 and I'm not going to split it down the, the party lines. I think maybe 50. And I think the rest of them are like, oh, no, no, no. Well, we need the corruption. We need the money in politics because how else am I going to pay for my third house? And that's not. Well, thank you. That's not Bernie because Bernie's houses don't actually cost that much. I talked about that on the show mm-hmm. a week you weren't here. There's the Bernie has three houses. Well, they're all in Vermont. None, none of them are particularly nice. Anyway, <laughs> they're in Vermont. How good are they going to be? I don't know. I've not been to Vermont, oh, but I've not, heard it's lovely. No, it's it's, it's, it's not. It's pretty. It's bucolic. Yeah. Scott would know. Scott, Scott, yeah, Scott travels a lot. You know what? So if Scott says it's like, Vermont, I went to the Ben and Jerry's factory. It was great. All right, that's all I can I, say. I I really do believe, and I've I, I believe that I've heard representatives from both sides complain rightfully how obnoxious it is that they have to spend hours on the phone dialing for dollars when they could be talking to their constituents. They could be trying to figure out our country's, you know, the solutions to our country's problems, but they have to spend so much time on fundraising, right? And that there's, there is a revolving door that many people are acknowledging of, you know, lobbyists, it could be from, it could be from, you know, left-wing organizations as well as right-wing organizations that then end up in the government. There are, I think, enough people who say, actually, I've played this game, I had to play this game in order to be part of it, but now I... From the inside out, I can tell you that it's rotting away at our democracy, and we should do something about it. And there was um, 
uh, H.R. 1 that was passed a couple of weeks ago, which had some anti-corruption measures in it. I don't know the, the numbers by which it, it passed, but significant enough in the House where it did pass. Of course, it's not going to be brought up for vote in the Senate because Mitch McConnell just won't have it, which should tell you a lot about him. Um, but I think that there are a lot of people concerned about corruption. I was I wanted to say on both sides. I don't know if that's accurate to say no, a lot I, on both sides. I, look, I think that there are certainly people on both sides that are concerned about it and they want someone to do something about it as soon as their terms are over and they're not serving anymore. Well, then we, we need like actually true, brave, like kamikaze type re- representatives that will well, go down. While they're taking down this well, corrupt system, I mean, with them. I, I think that uh, I think you have a lot of people on both sides that would love for there to be term limits, and you know, m- maybe not two terms, but you know, when you see some of the people, and this is definitely Republicans and definitely Democrats as well, you're like, what have you done in your 30 years in in the House? You know, and I know that I'm. I realize now that this could be perceived as me talking about Bernie. I'm a not. I'm talking about a lot of people. You know, and it's just like when you're there. I'm, I'm thinking of someone in particular that most people don't know, but used to be a guest on a radio show I produce. He's a great guy, but you're like, why are you still in the house for 30 years? I mean, when you're there for for a long time, you lose connection with yeah. what it means to be a normal. Uh, citizen who has a normal job and understands how much health care costs because it's not paid for by you. It's not guaranteed by your job. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. And I would love to hear about the Republicans' plans for term limits. I, I just not I've not heard that. I don't know if I've ever well, heard that. I've heard it from the wrong people, the ones that are the multimillionaires already, um, like Rick Scott in Florida, and people that have money that can say, oh, yes, term limits are great, you know, and that we shouldn't be giving out all these benefits because, again, they have millions and billions of dollars that they aren't worried about. Right, you know, and, I, and I, don't, I don't invoke her name in the way people usually do, but uh, before she was sworn in, we all read the stories that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez couldn't pay rent in D.C. She, you know, so you have people that are like, no, no, I, I need a couple of terms. You know, I, I have to actually you know, make a living and build whatever I'm going to do afterwards. And I'm not saying that somebody needs to be out in, in 10 years. I don't, I don't know what the number is. I think eight years is great for president. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I think that, uh, yeah, it's, it'd be great. Leave it where you could have done a little bit more, but not in the way of. of but term uh, limits is a, is a small part. I think yeah. a bigger part is the role of money in politics. And listen, the role of money in the Russian interference in our election is something that we should pay big attention to. I don't I, I, I want to hear more Republicans talk about the the role of money in our uh, uh, democracy. I mean, it's it's coming from like, you know, Russia to pay for Facebook ads and whatever it is to sow discord and and to, you know, have heinous images that they know are going to emotionally invoke reactions in people. And they're targeted to people that they know. I mean, that yeah. that kind of interference. Heinous Should images be- like the one we just referenced of Putin without a shirt on on a horse. I mean, I, even that's going to make me vote a very specific <laughs> you know, way. There were even images of people, you know, going over the border that would be inundated on particular people's feeds because yeah. it's known those people are anti-immigrant and that would like rev up the furor within them about these immigrants just coming over here to take advantage. Um, so they they knew where they were spending their dollars and that kind of money shouldn't be allowed into elections. I mean, we can't take foreign money um, 
foreign money sh- can be used to sway Americans in their votes. I, do Republicans will really want to stand there and say, yeah, I think this is a good thing. Let's just let it stand. Let's hear them say, what is their plan now that they know clear as day that Russia interfered because Mueller said so? Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, clearly a, a good weekend for uh, President Trump. I think it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Uh, his tweet was just, have a great day, everyone, or something like that. And uh, I, I know we've talked a lot about it on this show how some people just feel like you can never laugh at anything he does. I'm just like, that, that's a good one. That, that's very funny because it's not what anybody expected. What he did later in the week is what everybody expected. Just for him to spend the weekend like... Have a great day. I was just like, all right, that's that's very funny. <laughs> and the fact that this radio is silent the yeah. whole No, no, I know. It's just everybody's like, well, what's he going to say? Uh, it was like it was like when Charlie Sheen first got on Twitter. Yeah. And you're like, well, what's he going to say next? It's like, nothing. Yeah. Uh, so the last couple of days have continued to uh, actually be pretty good for uh, President Trump. Uh, Michael Avenatti charged with extorting $25 million from Nike. Uh, to keep quiet about a college basketball scam uh, and also ripping off his own client. Uh, the uh, Pentagon... Ha- Allegedly. Well, they, yeah, well, the Pentagon has authorized a billion dollars for the wall. Uh, which, oh, wait, can we comment which, on Hang on, that? Don yeah, Jr. Don Jr. said Christmas came early. And now there is a conflicting report on that, but uh, I wanted to get uh, Don Jr.'s uh, quote, <laughs> quote in there. Uh, and also, and then we can comment on all three of these, the House uh, did not override President Trump's veto of uh, the natural emer- emergency resolution. And the House was, I thought, where they could count on an override of the veto in it was going to die in the Senate, but even the House didn't. Anyway, so you can pick any one of those, uh, whichever you like. Uh, Chelsea, I am. I'm actually not opposed at all to the Pentagon re- funneling money away from hopefully bombs that they were going to drop on innocent civilians and rerouting it to any part of a, a, a wall or fence or anything that they um, wanted to. It's not going to pay. It's not all the 25 billion that's needed to build a full-fledged wall. Although if the Pentagon wanted to waste that much money on it, okay, fine, because I I, I, I believe that they probably do worse things with $25 billion. But what if they took a billion dollars and put it towards vegan school lunches? Wouldn't that be a better usage of the money? I'm not sure that the Pentagon would ever be able to <laughs> well, do that as much maybe as... For their own, yeah, maybe for their... For the there Pentagon, you go. Yeah, their cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe a green initiative there at the Pentagon. Uh, okay, no, I feel like I'm not being taken very seriously mm. over here. But no, but no, I, I... No, but, uh, but, you, but you're saying so that billion dollars is not being spent on... You know, I mean, I hope some, it's being some diverted, missile, something like some, that. Some and not- bomb that costs like $40 billion. So that's like one less billion they have. And like, well, now we can't buy the bomb because they put it at the stupid wall. Yeah, that would be nice, but it's unlikely to happen. And hopefully it's not away from things. Like the National Emergency Declaration pulled money away from military housing right. that needs to be redone. I understand that it's pretty um, like gross conditions in some of those places. And that I mean, that's pretty shameful that that's how we house our military and then that's the money that he would take to funnel into this wall um i i would prefer it to come from the existing uh pentagon uh budget and not to get money from new places pull it from i don't know where um that trump would rather pull it from or the republicans would rather pull it from take it from the pentagon uh, budget already they've got i, I don't even think they down. have I don't think they have any idea how to spend that much money. This is more money than they even requested. No, but they're happy to try to figure out how to spend it. You know, it's just like, no, I can do it. You know, there's, uh, 
there's a there's a, a great Richard Pryor movie from the early '80s called Brewster's Millions. He inherits uh, he can inherit thirty million dollars if he can figure out a way to blow like three million dollars in a month. And I always just thought it's like just just give it to the government, and the movie'd be over in like thirty seconds. You know, <laughs> just like here's here's my three million dollars. Yeah. Thanks. Huh. The end. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, I wanted to give Scott a chance mm-hmm. to sort of rep- respond to those same uh, those not Brewster's millions, but we could talk about that next week if you like. Uh, but uh, the the uh, well, so we've got uh, Avenatti and Nike, which is hysterical. Uh, the the Pentagon m- maybe spending a billion dollars and uh, the override. So any of those that that interest. Uh, I'll just quickly three give all three of them real quick. Avenatti's trash. That's why he <laughs> was able to go head to head with Trump for so long, uh, so well. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the billion dollars for the border wall, it's a like like Chelsea said, it's just a drop in the bucket. It doesn't even mean it's gonna happen anyways because Congress is already trying to push back on that. So uh we're not even sure that's gonna happen. And the override, which we talked about last week, we knew was not gonna happen anyways. In either the House or Senate, and we spoke about last week, um it was more like we talked about, it was the principle of it. Congress has stated they didn't agree with it, and now it's gonna be up to the courts, which we know are are gonna be in litigation for years. And as I've said from the very beginning, there's never going to be any wall. So, uh, again, it's uh, which could be for Trump's be benefit for could re-election, but there it, will yeah. not be a wall ever. It would be amazing um, if when, when, whenever the next administration would, you know, it's going, the pendulum is going to... Do you count Pence as part of this administration? Because then it's a little further done. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I do want to uh, finish that thought. Sorry, I, I, I jumped in. Uh, but I just, these, these same senators or House members that refuse to vote to, to override the veto... In the next administration, when it's mm-hmm. you know the other party yeah. trying to overstep its you know executive power, it's what, true. How, what will they well, say? We, I don't. It'll be I, they're the going to fir- be like Rush Limbaugh, who be- says, "I, do, I, I am a rule of law person unless it comes to the 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 cause that I want." It, it'll be fascinating because it'll be the first time in any of our lifetimes there will have been hypocrisy in Washington D.C. Sitting on the couch, taking this all in, is our guest from last week, uh, Senya Villarreal. Notes. Yeah. I'm wondering I, what's yeah, in the notes. Like, is she taking release notes on the release notes. the notes first? Release release the the notes notes. first. <laughs> is she taking notes on us, or is she thinking about? Is she going grocery shopping on the way home? Uh, Senya Villarreal, thank you for uh, sitting in and uh, taking this in. We're, she's she's auditing us. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. find out if we get into if we're able to get into USC after this. Um, sort of. You know, big picture, everything we've talked about, uh, feel free to jump in on anything. I mean, I know there, there's been a lot in the previous 40-some-odd minutes. So uh, what are some of your thoughts that you'd like to uh, share? Okay, well, I want to go back to oh. the term limits. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Now, okay. now we hear you. I wanted to go back to y'all talk about term limits. You, you had only mentioned Rick Scott. Earlier this year, Trey Hollingsworth uh, from Indiana had actually introduced a resolution back in January to introduce term limits. Before that, it was Ted, uh, Senator that, uh, Ted Cruz. Okay, and McConnell was like, yes, let's do it. Uh, I don't know if it got any steam, but there was a conversation. So it was introduced. Don't know if it, if I don't know if McConnell went for it. So why is it not? Okay, great that there is, but it's just, it's like a teeny tiny faction of the party. It, it's all right. It was a little loud. (laughs) Got real loud there for a second. Sorry. I I don't know. Term limits are just one of those things where it, it just seems that both parties want it when the other party is in power. Uh, but I will say that at least Republicans, as long as I've known, they're more willing to talk about it when the president is a uh, is a Republican. Is a Republican. 
So where was that when the Senate and the House were both Republican? Well, I mean, you can say that about Democrats too no, when they had a supermajority. You know, why I'm asking about this because we only have about five minutes. Because we only have about five minutes. I don't want to get bogged down on this one issue, and so I wanted uh, Cindy to sh- share some more thoughts. But we hope to have you back in the future, and oh. we can uh, go through all of these. But uh, what what else is on the shopping list? Okay, um, <laughs> another thing is that like William Barr. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. A.G. Barr. He, he actually, he's not opposed to releasing the documents. He talked about that during his confirmation hearing. So, you know, this is two years worth of documents. We, the, the, the OJ probably just needs a little bit of time. So it's not going to be like just days when they're going to be like, okay, we've gone through it. It's done. You know, they do need to look it over. So I, I don't think that it's going to, you know, be like two weeks. It might take a couple of months, but I do think that it, it, it will be eventually be released. Um, and as but when for, it's released, do you think it'll be – and obviously, look, there's, there's top secret clearance. There's all sorts of things that the general public can't ever see, uh, you know, no matter who it's about. I get that. But for the most part, do you think that the general public will see a good chunk of it, you know, maybe with a lot – with some redacted sections? Do you think – that Because that, I feel like that the you know, Congress will get to see it, but will the American people get to see a decent version of it? I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. That I do not know. I, I, do, I do know that – They'll get to see... Ooh, that is a good question. I don't have an answer for that one. That's fine. I was I just think- curious because I, I, I wonder if we'll ever get to see much of it except for maybe either the Cliff Notes or uh, they used to do Classics Illustrated, which was like a comic book <laughs> version of like Treasure Island and stuff. It was like 20 pages. Maybe think, we'll get the Classics Illustrated version. I think version the Classics it. Illustrated version is called the New York Times Washington Post. So uh, I sorry, think that's what... We have to point of order the failing New York Times and the Amazon Washington Post. You have to make sure you get their uh, names correct. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and one other thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, uh, as far as like Trump supporters, they... From what I'm seeing on Twitter, because I get a lot of them on Twitter, they are <laughs> so excited about this week. I mean, they think that – I know that you had said, guys said that you know you didn't think that Trump has been exonerated. But yeah. to Trump supporters and his base, they feel like he really has. I mean, there is so many celebrations. There is – you know, they're like, he, he's free. And I, like even I've said a few things on Twitter that I've been attacked that are like, you know, no, he's it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, he's fine. He's great. So I think that there's a lot more excitement than you realize. I, I I think no, no, that even the if base. they had arrested yeah. him, yeah. some of his right. base would have said he's fully exonerated. Right. No I'm matter his what. Base. Well, I'm talking about, that's, I'm talking about but, Republicans. That's like, that's, uh, it's the reverse of the Adam Schiff saying the proof that there there was no collusion only means that there was collusion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw all sorts of things. Like uh, my favorite one, I actually forget who it was. It was from a. It was from someone fairly prominent, like a conservative commentator. It was uh, I bet I, I bet uh, Robert De Niro is letting SNL's calls go to voicemail uh, this weekend, although they didn't have a new episode. But uh, because he he plays Mueller on the show, and he's probably like, yeah, I don't want anything. To do with <laughs> I just have one more thing sure. that I wanted to mention, which is good because we only have like three more minutes. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so I think that when you were talking about the celebrities that are just like you know not happy about this, I think that anybody who's not happy about the fact that the special the special counsel did not or that Mueller did not find any collusion i think that if you're upset about that then you need to rethink your priorities because I, this this was a big deal you know we we talk about russia being you know one of our biggest political foes or i'm sorry not political uh, geopolitical foes and if you're not happy that our president did not collude with him then 
that is seriously an issue that you need to like. Look I don't. With I don't, I don't think that, that they're upset that that. Is no. the case. Oh, I've I seen it, that. No, I, mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't think that that's directed no. at this panel. No, 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 I think no, 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 yeah, because no, I've seen. I have certainly seen. Well, I think it's more of the the obstruction and the fact that they still think that he might have been involved and got away with it. I don't think it's the fact that they are happy that he wasn't because nobody would would be happy that an American president would blatantly collude with a foreign adversary. It's more of the they feel that that he did do illegal things and it wasn't brought to justice. So it's sort of like, uh, what was it that somebody was posting about, you know, the police shootings and uh, of an unarmed uh, black man, you know, shot and killed many times. And they were basically saying, oh, this is now for the people that are upset about the outcome with Trump. This is what we have to deal with on a, on a daily basis. It's sort of like they feel he was still involved with a crime and he got away with it, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's where it's coming from more than the actual But if there was part. no, I mean, if there's no evidence of it, then then what are they seeing that others aren't? The the hotel room with a Russian person during the campaign, the Trump Tower in Moscow. But you don't believe that there could be any other explanation for any of that. Like, I mean, you think that it was absolutely just had to be. There is definitely something bizarre going on that needed to be investigated. Well, there's also, I mean, you could also argue that he was just conducting business because, I mean, let's face it, Trump didn't think he was going to be president. I mean, I think that we, a lot of us knew, you know, none of us believed that he was going to be president. But then he lied about how long these talks went on for. So, you know, I, I hear that point, but at the same time, he still lied. And, and well, the because of course, thing, lying course, is not did, against the law he in did most lie. cases. Right. You're right. He did lie about that. But it's because every five minutes, they were like, collusion, 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 collusion. So, but of course, he's like, oh, now- if, they, if they hear about this, then I'm in. And plus, Trump, Trump lying, when does that not happen? I mean, he... <sighs> I, I know, mean, and that's... that and that is bizarre to me that that somebody's integrity isn't important in in whether they want that person to be their Look, president. When when you take into consideration how much uh, Trump lies, you just have to realize. Well, now he's a politician because that's what they do. <laughs> he and probably lies about well. the size of his oh. shoes. Uh, <laughs> well, he does about his hands. So, uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, Senya, if uh, people wanted to see what you were posting on Twitter and uh, what people were reacting badly to, where would they find that? Uh, I am at A-Y-A-S Girl. That's G-I-R-L. And thank you for sitting in. Please uh, come back and visit whenever you get a chance. Uh, at Chelsea, where can people find you? At Chelsea Galicia. And Scott? You can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. Have you gotten any fights with Mitch McConnell or anyone? Or are you just waiting? A few reaches. Just, just a little anger. Oh, okay. yes. uh, and I, and does he respond fun. ever? Or do <laughs> people respond? You Not can, yet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And follow this show, Trump Report, at Trump Report ABTV. We will be back next Tuesday at 4 Pacific. That is 7 Eastern. Until then, have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 